0: Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your
1: athletic performance,
0: this is the Prince for You. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. We've got Dr. Melanie in the house. Whoop-whoop. She (laughs) just raised the roof, you guys. (laughs) Dr. Melanie, fun fact about Dr. Melanie: She is a big fan of hip hop.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah,
0: like a big fan of hip hop. <laughs> like she knew more lyrics than I could ever know. Uh-huh. I'm 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 actually very very surprised. <laughs> um, you know, I I uh, didn't know you were such a big fan of Lil Wayne.
1: Yep,
0: Here's your spirit yeah. animal. I'm gonna call okay, you yeah, out,
1: but. <laughs> But then he did like a pretty bad performance, and it was embarrassing. He ruined it. So, yeah. she'll like him.
0: Today we're talking about five ways to stay fit after fifty.
1: The big five O.
0: The big five O. And so, I mean, we don't want to exclude anybody, but I mean, this applies huh. to everybody. But those who have, or those who are hitting a certain age mark. uh, And and we're not just doing a random age. And and we get this question a lot from our clients because um, there are changes that Mm -hmm. occur in the body, healing-wise, bone density-wise, just general recovery. And so we get the question, you know, I feel like I'm I'm getting more aches and pains, and I'm not doing anything different. You right, know, right. I do the same thing. <laughs> like, why are these aching pains coming in? So, a lot of people get challenged with, um, "I'm starting to do more," um, or "I don't know where to start." How do I continue being active or fit uh, after the age of 50? Uh, Dr. Melly, you uh, you came with some good topics. What do you got?
1: So I picked five big topics uh, based on like what our body naturally goes through as we age. Mm -hmm. And so these five topics are going to kind of cover the majority of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the first one I have is to... Uh, make sure you do resistance training. Mm-hmm. So as we age, our bones naturally um, tend to lose like its density. So mm-hmm. we're more prone to fractures and injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important to make sure you're doing resistance training. So that could be body weight squats, mm-hmm. or you could do um, weights, free weights mm-hmm. or resistance bands, or even just like walking on the treadmill or something, just mm-hmm. giving those your bones some type of um Impact, but not not too heavy, but yeah. just something to uh, to keep them strong.
0: Yeah, and this is gonna be this is gonna vary. There's no absolutes; it's all relative. Absolutely. Meaning, uh, <clears throat> depending on what your exercise level is, what your where you're starting is the recommendation that we base that off of. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if you've had you've used exercise, but you haven't exercised in the last year, so we're gonna treat you like you haven't exercised in the last year because we can't just jump in. The body, like you said, the bone density is not the same as when you were 21. Right. And so we have to accommodate for that. However, if you're 50 or after and you've been exercising regularly and you just want to know how to continue doing that, resistance training is essential and progressive resistance training. I'm going to add one small word in, in front of that because if you do, let's say, uh, dumbbell bicep curls or dumbbell uh, bench press, and you've been doing the twenty pounders for five years. That's not progressive. Meaning, you've had the same weight. Your bones have adjusted to that same amount of stimulus. Mm-hmm. And if you don't progress that, or change it, or vary it, or it doesn't have to be increased. The the, the actual um weight it could be change the repetitions or the sets or the number of days you do per week so just remember progressive resistance training and it is so helpful because your bodies adapt very quickly try and run a mile two three times a week for three to four months it's very very different your first week versus that three to four months afterwards it's like i can do this in my sleep there's no challenge anymore i'm Mm -hmm. bored You know, if you just run at the same pace, your body's going to adapt quickly. It wants homeostasis. If you've ever heard that word before, it just means it wants normalcy, equilibrium. (laughs) And so if you don't challenge it, it will find equilibrium quickly and decrease the amount of energy that you use or require to do that same movement. So progressive resistance training is one of the easiest things that you can do. And it doesn't have to be, um, you don't have to go to the gym. I will say one of the best Tips that I give to my clients, use an old or or a gallon of water or a gallon of milk or like an old one, fill it with water, and you got eight pounds right there. Yeah. Right? Just be creative in what you have. You don't have to be limited. If you're a gym goer, sounds good. You've got all the resources in the world, but some people might not feel comfortable going to the gym. Because they're just starting out. Mm -hmm. So if you're after 50, you got to be creative with things that you want to do at home. Um, But if you want to join a gym, that's great. Or you have a community center. But just remember, your bones require stress, which requires resistance. And constantly changing that up. What else you got for me, Dr. Melanie?
1: So the second thing is incorporating flexibility training Mm. into your uh, weekly exercise routine. So as we get older... Our muscles tend to lose like their elasticity so mm-hmm. they become shorter um, and sometimes with age we tend to decrease our activity. so if we're not using our muscles that much that much and stretching them out, then they become even shorter and mm-hmm. we get more joint pain oh and um, so flexibility is is essential as well
0: mm, and, and you're right. I like to think of uh muscles, especially as you age. I think of like a bow and arrow okay mm-hmm. If you pull that bow and arrow, it's a brand new one. Um, let's say, for instance, it's uh, kind of loose, and you've been using it, and uh, the amount of give in the string has a certain tension. Now, if you did an exercise and you uh, or you left that that bow and arrow alone, and it got kind of stiff, and that string doesn't actually want to twist or bend as much, that's what happens with age. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't use it, it becomes harder to move it. And you've maybe the simplest thing you can do is try and touch the ground mm-hmm. or lie on your back and try and straight, you know, bring your leg up to 90 degrees and try and straighten it. Yeah. And so if you don't move that bow and arrow, you don't move those muscles, they're going to rust and they are going to get stiff. Mm-hmm. And now does that increase your risk of injuries? It may or may not, but ultimately you just want a higher quality of life. You want to be able to put your shoes on with less stiffness. You want to be able to get out of bed without that annoying back stiffness so all these muscles in your body are like pulleys uh they push and pull and if you're not pushing and pulling them or moving them on a regular basis they're going to get stiff kind of like the tin man oh yeah you know what that feels like we all do everybody's (laughs) shaking their head and smiling right now i I see you driving uh and shaking your head i i understand um so resistance training and flexibility training all right uh next one what else you have
1: Next one, number three, aerobic exercise. So we need to keep that blood flowing and mm-hmm. that heart pumping. So mm-hmm. the best way to do that is walking, swimming, biking, mm-hmm. um, even running if you're a runner ouch, at the age of 50. Ouch. No, maybe. <laughs> Jogging. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got it. So the aerobic exercise, uh, it, there, it just has to be a blend, right? Because you're saying resistance. Mm-hmm. And you're saying aerobic. So if you guys go to the gym, that would be, you know, doing a little bit of weights and then a little bit of any form of cardio, right? Yeah. So aerobic exercise just means that you have to have a little bit of a higher pace um, than, you know, you do a set of 10 and then you relax. You're just going to increase the um, amount of duration and increase the steady state of exercise or intensity. So you can be walking and maybe that's pretty tough for you. And what you want to do with aerobic exercise is you want to go up to about a percent, perceived percentage, about 70%. Stay 70% or slightly a little bit lower. Because what happens is after 70%, meaning if you say you're jogging and then you're like, wow, this is like a 7 out of 10 or 70% of my, it's a a lot of effort.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. 100% would be a sprint.
1: Yeah. 70%
0: 70% would be a pretty steady jog. Can you talk, can you jog and have a little bit of a conversation? If you cannot, that's pretty high intensity. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to sustain that for a long time. And right. so that's when we usually go into a little bit more of an anaerobic uh, point. And, and we're just talking about aerobic, meaning just find that 70% mark where you can, you can jog and have a little bit of conversation and do that for an extended period of time. Uh, do you have any recommendations on how many days per week, Dr. Melanie? What do you think?
1: Um, so I like recommending about two to three times a week for Mm -hmm. aerobic exercise and Mm -hmm. that, like you were saying, it can vary in time, um, depending on like what your 70% or your seven out of 10 is. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like to say at least like 20 to 30 minutes, two two and three, two and three, 20 to 30 minutes and two to three times a week.
0: Perfect. And so the same probably would apply for resistance training, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, If you blend the two of those, if you do two or three days of aerobic exercise and two or three days of resistance training, you end up with three to six days, depending on what you're going to do, of of exercise. And that's a very fair number, right? I think a lot of us can make that a priority. Mm -hmm. Three days, bare minimum. You're not going to see much of a change if you go below that. You're just maintaining quality of life at that point. But if you really want to challenge yourself and stay fit, not maintenance, stay fit, Uh, You're looking at three to six days. You always need an off day, some type of recovery, whether that's passive or active, which we've talked about in the past. Okay, Uh, number four, what do you have?
1: So the next two kind of go hand in hand, um, but number four is getting involved in community exercise, and this is something I love to tell um uh, my clients fifty and over, and really anybody is just being a in a part of a team or a gym or a yoga class or mm-hmm. anywhere that you can have like that camaraderie and you can meet people and sure. and you could even go out to lunch afterwards yep. you know it just gives you something to look forward to, and it kind of keeps you accountable for for staying fit and active even if you're fifty and older,
0: yeah, and <clears throat> this is this is big even for myself, I love working out with people mm-hmm. right I love. The camaraderie, like you said, and, and you're always finding uh, what I call the rabbit, right? Somebody to chase you. Yeah. And and um, it doesn't have to be competitive, but you just have to enjoy it, whatever that means to you. So if you like the social aspect of it, the after, uh, you know, after exercise meeting mm-hmm. and gathering and talking, that's great. You're just going to find something that really helps you. Um, I, I like resistance training by myself. Um, And I like doing more cardiovascular things with groups uh, just because it pushes me more and harder than I think I can go. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of these kind of uh, newer gyms or this change in philosophy of functional fitness has really introduced more uh, mature uh, athletes. So our 50 plus uh, to an environment where you can be with a large group. And achieve the same goals. So there's a lot of uh, these uh, companies, and and we have no branding to any of these, but we've heard of you know um, CrossFit or uh, Orange Theory or F45. Oh, yeah. I mean mm-hmm. these these groups. The benefit of these organizations is that you have the group uh, environment and everybody's trying to do the same task you can identify with each other and empathize and say wow that was really tough and for some people that's powerful mm-hmm. um, because it can get your motivation going and it can take you on to the next level that you're looking for to stay fit maybe you've just been maintaining at the gym doing two to three days of weight training and, and cardio and you're like i'm bored the community group is motivation That can be the biggest uh, impact on what keeps you moving and fit. So I agree. Uh, And the last one, what do you have for me?
1: All right, last but not least, kind of continuing on the motivation train is to set goals for yourself. It is so important to set goals no, mm-hmm. really no matter what age you are but if you're getting to the point where you're thinking oh you know I'm I'm too old to exercise or <laughs> everything hurts sure. and everything so you really want to and the goals can be as easy as let's do 3 times a week of making yep. sure I do cardio or resistance um and it, it again it makes you accountable and it, it gives you something to work towards yep
0: hands down and the goal setting if you don't have a goal it's very difficult to exercise. It is, right? And mm-hmm. you, you can do it. It's just it gives you something more to strive for. So if you put it in terms of, uh, uh, let's say, professional sports and, uh, you know, let's go New England Patriots. They're pretty hot right now. <laughs> and say the coach says, you know what, guys, we're just going to play the season. Uh, we don't really have a goal for the Super Bowl. We're just going to play it out. And you're like, wait a minute. What, what's the plan? Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. It. It allows you to be on an outline, on a progression, to be able to achieve a goal. So that way, you know that you're you're progressing, and and that's why it's great to have somebody with you. And and we didn't include that, but the goal setting could be that you know you don't know what to create. How do you know how to create a goal? You don't know something that's realistic or beyond what you think your comfort zone is. So setting goals could be I'm gonna work with a Personal trainer. I'm going to work with a coach. I'm going to work with a healthcare provider to heal my ailments and help me get back to uh, exercising.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a goal. So don't think that it has to be a fitness goal. It could be a start to fitness goal. Yeah, that's important. And and uh, you know, for the listeners out there, this. This not may not apply to you right you you might be under fifty, and these concepts are still the same for everybody whether you're thirty five or twenty two mm-hmm. and you don't know how to get started sure. whatever it may be, but also, if you have any parents, grandparents, anybody that you know that you see them struggle with pain or stiffness and you and you know that they could benefit from exercise, think about a rusty car it's not moving everything's going to get stiff. Mm-hmm. If you know that, share this podcast, share the idea, share the concepts. The ultimately knowledge is power. It's possible. You have to do it. If you're not exercising, good luck. You know, you're going to have pain. If yeah. you're not ready to exercise, then understand that your pain's going to be there probably forever. Right. You need to move. And <laughs> the sooner you acknowledge that and you realize that is the faster way, is the fastest time that you're, you're actually going to actually start feeling better. And we have these conversations with people all the time as Performance that if you're not ready – you deal with the consequences. These are things that you have to do. Should you decide not to do them, what's going to happen? You're not going to be fit, <laughs> whether you're 50, 20, or 18, or whatever it may be. So simple as that. <laughs> it's simple. You want to be fit, you got to take some of these guidelines and, and apply them. Application, knowledge, and application. You got to mm-hmm. have them both. Um, so those are our top five. Uh, we hope you enjoy this content. As I mentioned, if you have, if it's you or anybody you know. Uh, Share this podcast. Uh, This is so helpful for a lot of our clients. And we know that you know somebody who can benefit from this. So on behalf of the team at Sports Performance, we'll see you on the next episode. See you later. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp.com at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional, or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.